everybody to the Pillars of Smoke podcast. I'm Mag. My name is Sam. Jam out for a second. Listen to this man make his guitar whine. Oh yeah. There's, there's nothing better than a blues guitarist that can make their guitar sound like that. Oh, man. It's amazing. That is so gifted. So talented. Ugh. I loved it. That's man. a great song, too. What's the name of that song? Oh, uh, Raymond's Blues. Raymond's Blues. Raymond's Blues. Hey, look, if y'all enjoy the music that we play on here and you don't know the name of it, feel free to ask us in the comments on our Instagram posts, and yep. we will be more than happy to share those music pieces with you guys. Oh, absolutely. I had a couple people ask me, actually, hey, what, what was the song from last week? <laughs> like, they weren't even metalheads. Really? Yeah, not even metalheads. Oh. Like, oh, that's, that's a pretty good song. What song was it? Like man, I can't remember. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, that I mean, you know what? That's a that's a good thing about this podcast. You're gonna get a little bit of everything. Yes, you it's are. Not, it's not just gonna be this one song intro that everyone has and that they use it over and over and over and over. We use all kinds of different music just because Sam and I love different kinds of yep. of genres. So you're yep. going to get a little bit of metal. You're going to get a little bit, maybe a little bit of hip hop. You'll probably get a little bit of side side merengue at some point. Maybe, maybe classical some blues, music. Maybe some classical, some jazz. Maybe not the classical. <laughs> maybe. You know? But Moonlight we're going to try Moonlight Sonata one day. But we're, we're going to try to never make this sound the kid of. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my! I'm kidding. Hey, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no I've never. Caleb. I've never listened to it. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But it what is it like a regular it, radio station? It's a Christian radio station. Okay. Uh, what station is it? Do you know? Uh, Ninety points nine. No, that's Life FM. So it's not a serious XM station. I think they actually do have a serious XM station. Mm. But I think in Miami, it's 89.7. 89.7. I believe it was okay. Yeah, 89.7 because 90.9 is Life FM. Is uh, iHeartRadio still a thing? They changed to... Uh, they changed their name to... I think it's Audacity now. Hot, like the... Like the recording software? Different. Different. Oh, really? Different, but they changed their name to Audacity. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Cool. So I, I, kept, I, I kept hearing it the other day, and I was like, what is this? I thought this was iHeartRadio. But funny enough, iHeartRadio still does like their, their concert every year. Oh, really? And yeah. it's still called like the iHeartRadio like yes. Music Festival or Concert or whatever it's called? Yes. That's pretty cool. It's funny. You know, they, they always <laughs> used to do that here in Miami. Uh, I think at the Fountain Blue. Yeah, they they started was, coupling it. They started coupling it with a uh, Y one hundred Jingle Ball. Oh, really? Yeah. The one thing that I've always wanted to go to is uh, the Chili Cook Off. Oh man, the Cook Off. The Cook Off is amazing. So much fun. I went in my early twenties. Did you really? Yes. Do you remember any of it? I do. Oh, okay, good. I do. <laughs> it's uh, it's just early, man. Like you go, you go. It honestly, like it's the, an all day the thing. Ga- the gates don't open until ten a.m. 
to go mm-hmm. into that thing. But people are out there lining up to go in at 6 a.m. That's wild. Gates to the park open at 7. So it's like people are tailgating this thing. So this is like a giant tailgate. You just take your truck in there? Yes. You can drive your car in? Yes. That's well, pretty you cool. Dri- like you drive your car and like everyone parks like around the fence in the fenced event area. Oh. And then people just tailgate there. Oh, that's pretty awesome. But it's just a gigantic tailgate from 7 to 10. And I'd probably venture to say that at least... Half the people that are tailgating mm-hmm. don't even have tickets to go in and see it. Oh, yeah. I would they're, just there, they're just there for the tailgate. I mean, I would be too. Fun fact. You actually have to buy tickets if you want to try the chili that is being made. No, it's, no, you don't. Yeah. So, like, there aren't vendors outside? No. Damn. But what you do have is people that are tailgating will make their own chili. Oh, very cool. <laughs> very cool. That sounds delicious. I love me some good chili. It's a lot of fun, but chili at 8 a.m. is... Uh... All right, let me ask you the question. Go ahead. This is the question. Go ahead. And this, and you guys can comment on it. You guys can get on social media, on our Instagram, and, and, uh, and leave us a comment what you think on, on what the right answer is. Chili. Beans or no beans? Beans. What? I do a three-bean meat chili. I've, I've so tasted it before and it's delicious, but so, it's not so, chili. So, so I don't know what it is, chili, but it's not chili. It's chili. It's not chili. It's dude. chili. So look, here's, here's bro, beans. Bro, here's the chili deal. doesn't have beans, here's the dude. Deal. Here's the deal. It's it's my, oh my own gosh. type of chili, and it's a whiskey chili. All right. So it's two pounds of ground beef or whiskey. chuck. Okay. Two pounds of ground beef or chuck. <clears throat> uh, a pound of chorizo. Okay. That sounds good. Oh, it's amazing. Um, two pounds of chorizo. Some A five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wagyu? <laughs> no, I was no, just kidding. Uh, I usually use chuck, chuck. Um, just because the fat renders and it makes it a little more juicy. Okay, uh, I'll use red ki- red kidney beans, black beans, and chili beans. Okay, I will throw a can of uh, what's it called? Oh man, it's um, diced tomatoes with the chili with the with chile. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Diced tomatoes with chile. Okay, and then it's like. Chile is like jalapenos? No, they're like these small little green peppers. Oh, I know. What you, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I will dice up four jalapenos and throw it in there. Nice. Green? Green. Nice. Green. Just chop them up, throw them in. Yummy. Um, dang. A whole red onion. Okay. Kind of adds to the spice. A whole red onion. You use whatever spices. How many people are you cooking this for? I usually cook it for myself because my family actually doesn't like chili with beans in it. I've tasted your chili, and it's and it's it's <laughs> mighty good. They've tried it and they like it. Yummy. They tried it and they like it. But here's the secret: you got to get one of those smoky whiskeys. Okay. So it's Islay whiskeys or peated whiskey, and I put about half a cup. Really? Yeah, that guy agrees. Yes. <laughs> I put about I put about half a cup uh, midway cooking, so all the alcohol will completely cook out, but it gets this really nice like smoky flavor nice to the whisk to, the, to the chili that sounds delicious oh man oh yeah you just throw that in there brown up all that meat throw in everything else you use brown sugar i don't you don't i don't you i know don't what? use i don't use any sugar in my chili okay i don't use any sugar in my chili because the whiskey is already going to have some sugar in it some but some not, not it's it, enough not, to, not, it's enough to give much. it like that sweetness but not enough to spoil it gotcha and gotcha. then you just let it and then you bring it to a rolling boil Bro, that Let sounds that thing so simmer good. for about 45 minutes to an hour, and you're good to go. That's put what some, I'm talking about. Put some shredded cheese, some sour cream. 
uh, put that on a cracker, dude. <laughs> oh, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Shout out to the stale cracker. Come on. <clears throat> oh, man. But enough about chili. What are we getting into today, Mag? Oh, we are in Habakkuk chapter two. Oh, yeah. Habakkuk dude, what was the joke? Two. Hold on. Before we get there, what was the joke? <laughs> what was the joke? Uh, you got to do it, bro. You got to do it. Uh, so if you know, uh, Jeremiah is considered the weeping prophet. If that is the case, Habakkuk is considered the whining prophet. <laughs> Because this man just whines and whines <laughs> the entire time. No, it wasn't that one. It was a Cookie Monster one. Oh, how about Cookie? <laughs> how about Cookie? <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. And enough with your uh, dad, My dad jokes. jokes. Sorry, guys. I have two little girls. Oh, man. All right. So Habakkuk chapter two. Habakkuk chapter two. Well, before we do that, Habakkuk chapter one. What was that about? Habakkuk chapter one. Uh, so we are I don't introduced. remember. I really don't. I don't even remember. No, I'm just kidding. We are introduced to a minor prophet. His name is Habakkuk, and um, he is presenting a complaint to God mm-hmm. uh, about the wicked in the world that are constantly surrounding them. Right. And he's pretty much begging the Lord, like, when is this end? When are you going to stop? When are you going to show mercy yeah. and, like, destroy these people? He feels and like he's save being, the righteous. Yeah, he, I, I get a feeling that he feels that they're being treated unjustly and that the Lord is just idly standing by just watching. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's exactly what's happening in chapter one. And then it's, and then the Lord responds to Habakkuk (laughs) and he's like, Oh, you think it's bad now? Oh, you think that was bad? Oh, hold on. You haven't seen anything yet. Let me tell you what's about to happen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending you the Chaldeans. Oh, Oh, that was that must have been bad. If y'all don't know who the Chaldeans are, it's synonymous with Babylon. Go listen to the first episode. Yes, go listen. Go listen to the like episode if you don't from know last week. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to last week's episode, and then come back and listen to this episode. Yes, and then you'll be fully caught up. Absolutely. Sorry, I dropped, I dropped my phone. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's okay. Oh, I thought the door was opening. No, 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 no. All right, so we are in Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter two. What are those? Uh, starting in verse 2 because we ended actually last week in chapter 2 verse 1 right so verse 2 this this thing starts off with uh, and the Lord answered me so he's answering Habakkuk's mm-hmm. second complaint mm-hmm. says write the vision make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it for still the vision awaits its appointed time and it hastens to the end it will not lie if it seems slow wait for it it will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by his faith. Moreover, wine is a traitor, an arrogant man who is never at rest. He, his greed is as wide as Sheol, like death he has never enough. He has, right. he, he has never enough. He gathers for himself all nations and collects as his own all peoples nice that's a lot going on there that is there is there really is a lot going on there so one of the one of the key things that we see here is that the lord tells him and the lord answered him write the vision write the vision so this is interesting because usually in uh in in old testament writing and the prophets and the minor prophets they get something called an oracle 
which is we saw it uh, re- referenced in chapter one. Right, chapter one, verse one. So they either get a vision or they get an oracle. Mm-hmm. And the, the difference is an oracle is literally a word, an auditory word. Mm. But Habakkuk here is getting a vision. He's visually going to be able to see something. So at first, he, visual, so, so, so at first like it was dream just, or so, so at first he's praying and the Lord answers him auditorily. Right. And right. now the Lord is showing him a vision. Now he's showing him a vision, but, but these things can come. So visually seeing something, sometimes you'll see a reference to a dream right. from other people, from other writers like Joshua. Daniel. It, was, it wasn't Joshua. It was... Um, Oh my goodness! Uh, I know. I know. Daniel had several dreams that he had written down as visions. Right. So then, you know, you have other dreams. You have dreams, and then you have visions. Visions is more of the Lord showing you something. Right. While you're awake, I guess. And then a dream, obviously, when you're sleeping, sleeping. But there, you remember it, and so on and so forth. So that was that was the key. That was, that's something that that's important. But the key thing here is not the vision, but it's the fact that. The Lord asked him to write it down. And make it plain. Yeah. And make it simple. Yeah. Right. Make it simple. Write this down. Make it simple. Anyone who reads it will be able to understand this because he, the Lord wants his people to know what he has to tell them. Right. And he doesn't want them to have to guess around or interpret no. anything or anything like that. It's, it's, it's just very plain. Yep. Hey, look, I'm giving you this vision. Write it down as simple as can be so that he who reads it. Can we'll run, run with, it. with it. We'll run with it, and that's something that 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 whole run with it. That's a. So think about it like this. The phrase "run with it" can be taken. It can be interpreted in two ways. It's either they read this, and they run with it and obey it, right? Or they. <laughs> Or they read it and they're like, oh, crap. They're like, oh, snap. (laughs) Get out of Dodge. I need to get the hell out of here. (laughs) So, but I I think the connotation is here. Run with it. Like, take it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Take it. Internalize it. Interpret it well. Take this and apply it. And apply it. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Apply it to yourself. Apply it to your life and and, and trust me with it. So, um, where where, where are we? Verse 3. Verse 3. For still, the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. I was reading slowly for no, for kidding. added effect. <laughs> <laughs> for added effect. Um, yeah. So, so the Lord here is already anticipating. Mm-hmm. The big problem that even today we deal with. Lord, this is taking forever. Mm-hmm. This isn't going anywhere, Lord. Lord, how long will how we long cry do I out? have to deal with this crap? How long, Lord, am I going to have to deal with my financial burden? How, how long are we going to have to deal with, uh, with, with the attacks from other nations? How long are we going to have to deal with our livestock dying? How mm. long are we going to have to deal with iniquity? And famine and drought. And- but even more, he says it in the first chapter, Lord, how long will you look upon iniquity mm. and not do anything? How, it, it's almost like how long will you be silent? Oh, yeah. And the Lord is looking at him, telling him, like, I need you to write this down. Because this is going to happen. And I need you to know that it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. 
It's not going to happen right now. But it's going to happen. But it's going to happen soon. Absolutely. Because that's what it's saying. Like, <clears throat> like uh, it's, a, it's, it's a waiting. It's a point of time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. Uh, if it seems slow, wait for it. That's kind of like a word in itself. If it seems slow, wait for it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it sometimes and it's and I think that's something that really speaks to the volume of God's timing on yeah. things. Where it's yeah. like we tend to think we tend to want things to done to be done in our time. Yeah. Like God, I have a timeline. I want this done by the time I'm 35. I want this time by the time I'm 40. Or maybe it's like you're waiting for a promotion. God, I want this right. promotion the next two months. Like, right. or maybe you're waiting for funds to come in. Whatever it is, sometimes it's like. But then it, the Lord kind of reminds you, like, just wait. So it's kind of like it, it kind of bodes, <clears throat> it, it kind of bodes toward that uh, colloquial saying of good things are worth waiting for, right? And this is kind of like what the Lord is telling Habakkuk: Hey, I'm I'm giving you this vision. Write this down in plain language so everyone can understand. And if it takes long, wait for it. Mm-hmm. It's worth waiting for. Why? And then he follow, and, and and what I love is he follows it up with verse four. Well, I, I love this. Well, before we get there, I love this, and it says, "It will surely come; it will not delay." What we think is a delay is a delay. What we think is taking forever, nope, it has its perfect time. It's that that's one of the parallels that I've always loved of uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. The, I've and, never watched it, so 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 in the second installment, the two towers, um, you know, humans are have pretty much like pigeonholed themselves into like this keep that's in the side of a cliff. Okay, and there's only like one way in. There's no way out. Like it's one way in, one way out. That's it. And this like horde of thousands upon thousands of orcs are showing up right. to kill them off, and then the elves show up, and the elves are helping them fight, and Gandalf, this wizard has gone off but before he like split from the rest of the group he told them like hey look go here i'll meet you there mm-hmm. and i'll be bringing like an entire army with me to help wow and gandalf the dude with the long hair gandalf the white the okay. dude with the long hair ian mckellen sir ian mckellen sir um, ian mckellen so he it's crazy because like they're all starting to die off okay bro uh <laughs> So they're all starting to like die off, uh, and like one of the main characters starts looking around and kind of goes slow mo, and he's he's seeing all of this like tragedy happen around him, and he's seeing like friends of his being killed, and and he's like in the in the, his mind he's like he's looking up to the hill, and he's like where the heck is Gandalf? Mm. And then he sees like this light shine, and he remembers Gandalf's words saying, "Wow." Uh, a wizard is never early. A wizard is never late. A wizard arrives exactly when he means to. Wow. And it's like at that moment when he feels completely hopeless, when, when, when the main character feels completely hopeless, he looks up and he sees Gandalf and down comes Gandalf with an army of freaking orcs, horsemen, oh, I'm just kidding. an army of horsemen. And they just ride down this hill and just dive bomb through all the orcs that's amazing oh my gosh and it's kind of like the same thing here like absolutely just wait the lord's timing is perfect the lord's timing is perfect and he gives us this this assurance it will surely come Mm -hmm. for it's a guarantee so we continue verse four verse four behold 
the soul is puffed up it is not upright within him but the righteous shall live by his faith mm. so we, this is we can camp there and be there for two weeks oh definitely just that verse definitely but this is like this is like the culmination of it where it's like hey habakkuk write this down this is gonna happen mm-hmm. it may seem long yeah but i need you to know that it's gonna happen and until it happens I need you to not lose your faith. That's good. I need you to continue to live in your faith. If you claim to be the righteous person that you say you are and that you say that the people of Israel are from chapter one, Mm -hmm. if -hmm. you claim to be as righteous as you truly are, you will continue to live by your faith Mm. through this trial, through this turmoil that you're about to go through. That's really good. So check this out. It says, behold, his soul is puffed up. Ugh. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by faith. The Lord knows. He knows where his people are. Yes. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he knows exactly where you're at. There's no yay, there's no reason to to front with the Lord and pretend to be holier than you actually are. Mm. There's that's, no reason. That's talking to someone out there today. Yo, that's talking to me right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take so, the mask off. Yo, for real. The Lord knows your heart. He knows your mind. He created you. So everything that we're thinking and we're feeling, he already knows. And I love Habakkuk's candid attitude in verse 1 is, Lord, how in, in chapter 1, how long are we supposed to cry out to you, Lord? Mm. Oh, my goodness. This is taking forever. How long are you going to look down on iniquity and not do anything, bro? What are you doing up there? (laughs) (laughs) You're just sitting there? like Are you just watching? What are you doing? So your people are down here suffering. And the Lord tells him here in verse 4, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. Mm. But the righteous shall live by faith. Mm. The Lord knows that our souls are sometimes a little haughty and arrogant. Oh, definitely. That we get a little bit, uh, we get in our feelings. We get a little bit. We get a uh, little bit prideful. We do, especially when we're doing good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm reading my word. I'm going to small group. I serve. I'm a seminarian. Bro. I've seen so many people fall at that point. Oh, my God. Dude, me too. I mean, I've been at that point as well. Yeah. I've been at that point where where I, you know, I, where I become, I was going to say a little bit very arrogant just with the, I, just with the simple fact that it, we do a little more reading than the average person. Mm-hmm. We read a lot. Yep. Especially extra biblical stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's basically what we spend well, we've spent years doing this. A good, yep. like what, six, seven six years, years now? With that just reading, center. Just reading and reading and reading and reading that you learn a lot. Yep. So what does that do? It causes you to become a little more arrogant, a little more upright. It, ca- little, it causes you to feel like you're a little more higher than other people. But I love what it says here. It is not upright within him. Mm. Just because you know more. Doesn't mean you're there doesn't mean that your soul is where it needs to be and the lord knows exactly where it is 
So I love it because it's like, like think about it here for a second. Verse four is that turning point in this in this whole book because the Lord has allowed Habakkuk to complain. He has allowed him to whine. He has given him answers. Habakkuk doesn't really like the answer, mm-hmm. and he complains some more. Yep. And then the Lord is like, okay, fine. I'm going to show you something. For sure. Before I show you, I need to remind you of your place. Mm-hmm. And the Lord will humble you. Come on. In those moments. Come on. The Lord will humble you where you're, where you're kind of stuck and you're thinking like, but why wasn't it me? Mm. Why didn't I get this? That's right. I've been doing this and I've been doing this and I've been doing this and this hasn't happened for me yet. Or you've closed this door and you've yep. closed that door. You haven't yep. allowed this to happen or you allowed this to happen for this person and this person hasn't done this or this or that or this and the other. Preach. And, and Preach. you're just sitting there. You're like, when is it my turn? Get it. When is this going to happen for me? When is this all going to come to fruition? And that's where the puffed up soul comes into yep. place. And that's where it doesn't allow our soul to stand where it's supposed to. I love it. And that's where the Lord tells us humble yourself that's a word right there if you think that it is your time i assure you it's going to happen your time will come yeah but i need you to still live by faith until that happens Mm. because you're not living on your own strength you're not living on your own self you're not living on what you do you're living on what i do that'll preach boy that'll preach come on pastor (laughs) so uh like Pastor Sammy would say, man, that boy's chucking that corn. <laughs> <laughs> that means preaching. Like, he's preaching hard. Um, so, but the righteous shall live by faith. A true righteous person will not live on the substance, or the, su- excuse me, the sustenance of what writers of, or what extra biblical writers wrote mm-hmm. on what theologians may think mm-hmm. on the opinions of of a, of a modern preacher or a philosopher or a philosophy or philanthropists or celebrities no. or any of that the righteous person <clears throat> will live by faith and what does that mean what does that mean to live by faith well i mean I mean, it's, it's, it's going to mean a lot of different things. But first and foremost, what we, what we know from the New Testament is that faith comes by hearing of the word. Mm-hmm. So it's, if faith comes by hearing of the word, that means that our faith is going to be strengthened sure. by reading God's word. Absolutely. So it's, how do I know that the Lord has promised me these things? Mm-hmm. How do I know that the Lord is actually going to come through? How do I know he's going to complete these good works in me? How do I know that he's leading me to these good places where he wants me to lay down in green pastures and all this other stuff? And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, if I don't know that this is where he's leading me, if I don't know the promises of God, if I don't know that he's going to sustain me, if I don't know that he can strengthen me, if sure. I don't know that he's going to comfort me in those trying times, if I don't know that he's going to provide for the for the things that I need when I don't see any type of means for them, mm-hmm. that means that I haven't been reading my Bible. Yeah. That yep. means that my faith is low because my reading has been low. Mm. That's good. So it's the righteous shall live by faith on this end of the cross and and 2,000 years where we are now, where we have the full canon of scripture, Mm -hmm. we have 66 books to go into and read through that are going to bolster our faith. That's right. That 
and 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 I, ta- I talked about this at the young adults on Tuesday about memorizing scripture and meditating on scripture, mm-hmm. and this is what's going to carry you through life. It, of course, it's going to carry you through life, and the same thing here for Habakkuk too. Like the Lord is telling him, like, "Hey, look, write these things down, for he who reads it will run with it." It's this thing of like, like we said last week, Habakkuk might be dead by the time that the Chaldeans come in. Oh yeah. Like by the time the Chaldeans come in, Habakkuk might be dead. But he asked them to write it on tablets. Mm-hmm. So these things are going to last for a long time. That's right. Someone's going to pick this up when the Chaldeans come through, and they're going to say, oh, crap. Legit written in stone. This has been written in stone. Mm-hmm. <coughs> this was already going to happen. Oh, yeah. There was a prophet that wrote all this down. Yep. What did this, did this prophet give us any instruction? The righteous shall live by faith. Whoa. That's right. That's right. So check this out. Living by faith is very I would, I would i would boil it down to just trusting the word of the lord mm. can you can you agree with that i can agree with that when we trust the word of the lord and he tells us go and share the gospel you're going to do it yep. because you're trusting the word of the lord mm-hmm. if he tells you that true religion is found in serving widows and orphans I'm going to trust that. I'm going to trust that. I'm going to do that. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ, but it's trusting that word. That's what faith is. Even your salvation is built on that as well. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, we didn't see Christ crucified. Mm -hmm. We didn't see him resurrect from the grave like the apostles did. We didn't see him ascend into heaven like the 300 didn't at the day of Pentecost. That's right. But what we have is the testimony that has been passed on for 2,000 years, and we have to trust that. Yep. And that trusting of that is the faith that we have in our salvation, Come that on. it's assured. Come like, on. I can be assured of my salvation because there has been 2,000 years of testimony of billions of people who have come to faith Amen. in Christ Amen. and have trusted that to their death. Amen. And now they're sitting with him. That's right. Oh, what a great cloud of witnesses Oof. that surrounds us as Hebrews. we run this good race. So check this out. Verse 6. And from verse 6 to verse 20. We have the woes to the uh, woe to the Chaldeans. That entire section is essentially the Lord outlining everything that's wrong with the chaldeans and that he has not been idly standing by not watching Mm -hmm. not taking account but he has certainly been watching and taking account he's been taking note of everything that the chaldeans have been doing verse uh halfway down verse or actually verse six read that for us uh, shall not all these take up to their taunt against him with scoffing and riddles for him and say, Woe to him who heaps up what is not his own for how long and loads himself with pledges? Keep going. Okay. Uh, will not your debtors suddenly arise and those awake who will make you tremble? Then you will be spoiled for them. Because you have plundered many nations, all the remnant of the people shall plunder you. For the blood of man and violence to the earth, to the cities, 
and all who dwell in them. Woe to him who gets evil gain for his house to set his nest on high, to be safe from the reach of harm. You have devised shame for your house by cutting off many peoples. You have forfeited your life, for the stone will cry out from the wall, and the beam from the woodwork respond. That is just a little bit of the of what is going on with the Chaldeans. Mm-hmm. They're just, hold on, where was it? Woe to him who gets evil gain from his house to set his nest on high, to be set from the reach of harm. So they're thinking that they're coming into these, into these uh, cities, into these nation states, into these city states, and, and pillaging these cities, raping women, doing all sorts of things, and gaining and profiting from that, thinking that they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. when really the Lord is taking account and of watching everything. everything doing. And he will judge accordingly. And what I, lo- what I love is verse 10, the end of yep. verse 10, you have forfeited your life. Yeah. By doing all these wicked deeds, you have forfeited your life, and I am going to count that against you. And that's what that's what wickedness is. <clears throat> hmm. That's truly what wickedness is. It's when you turn away from what is good and dedicate yourself to what is evil and live by it. Hmm. That will one day pay off. Yep. I mean, and and that's like. Just just the rest of that chapter is just the Lord talking about everything that he's going to do to them. Woe to them. Woe to them. Woe to them. And it's, he's going to exact, he's going to exact his justice. Mm-hmm. And it's, the, it kind of brings a turning point to this book where it shows a very uh, good reality of the Lord's justice and that it's twofold. And we were talking about this earlier where it's, there is the justice of the Lord's discipline for his people. Yep. You, you have sinned against me mm-hmm. and I cannot turn a blind eye to that either. No way. Like, and if you're going to continue in this and I'm going to discipline you just as a good father would. Absolutely. If, if, if my daughters continue to misbehave, I do have to discipline them at a certain point. For sure. Obviously not the 11 month old, but my oldest daughter, she's going to be four years old. And sometimes she does stuff that, she, she does need do, discipline. She needs, she needs discipline. Because I've told her time and time and time and time again, like, hey, don't do that. Hey, right. don't do that. Hey, don't right. do that. And then it's, okay, if you're going to continue doing that, I'm taking this toy away. And it's the discipline in it. So, so there's, there's two sides here to this, to this narrative. What's being talked about here is that on one side of the coin, mm-hmm. so I, you know, better said like this, Habakkuk is appealing in chapter one to the mercy of God. Right. He says, Lord, how long are we going to cry out? How long is this going to happen? How long are you going to idly stand by? Help us. Do something, bro. Right. But then, excuse me, but then the Lord responds to him and appeal to his justice, not his mercy. Mm. He's appealing and saying, I'm just. I'm a just God and I'm a righteous God. Mm. And even Habakkuk talked about it. Yep. Lord, you're, ho- you're, you're Lord, you're holy. Um, what was the other one? You're, um, you're a rock. You're a rock. You're unmovable and all those things. So Habakkuk understands and he knows those things. But the Lord's justice comes in two forms. 
one in discipline, and one with righteous judgment, uh, wrathful judgment, which is also righteous. You know, the Lord is just the Lord is righteous, right? So both His disciplinary justice and His wrathful judgment are both righteous, mm. and that is what the Lord is appealing to here. And He tells the people of Israel, He tells them, "Hey, there's going to be a judgment coming for you that's going to be disciplinary." But then there is a wrathful judgment mm. that is coming upon the Chaldeans. the Chaldeans because of their sins, because of what they're doing, because of their wickedness. And check out verse 18. Verse 18, uh, what profit is an idol when its maker has shaped it, a metal image, a teacher of lies, for its maker trusts in his own creation when he makes speechless idols. Woe to him who says to a wooden thing, awake, to a silent stone, arise. Can this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all in it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Amen. No. Oh. That's the word of the Lord. And it's... it it. I think it's such a good contrast and bookend mm -hmm. to the beginning of this chapter. 100%. Because it's, we see, we see the Lord telling Habakkuk, the righteous shall live by faith. That's right. And then he gives him the woes of the Chaldeans. And he's like, I'm going to exact my justice on them. Yep. The same way I'm exacting my justice on you. And it's two different things, discipline and wrathful judgment. Right. But understand that the righteous shall live by faith. Those are the ones who are silent before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And those who are wicked, those who I will exact my wrathful judgment on, are those who are making idols of their own hands. And they're trying to come up with their own strength. And they're trying to come up with their own faith and all these other things. And what faith do they have? That's right. What faith do they actually have to live by? What strength do they actually have to live by? What hope do they actually have to live by? None. Because in the first chapter, Habakkuk says, we will not die from these things that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. That tells me that there's faith and there's That's hope right. in that. But the Chaldeans, the Chaldeans cannot say nothing. the same thing. They can't. Absolutely not. The Chaldeans can't say the same thing. We're going to die. Mm -hmm. We're going to die. And it's the difference between someone who has faith, who is living by faith, That's right. and the difference between someone who is not living by faith. That's you're great. either going to experience the discipline of a just God, or you're going to experience the wrath of a just God. Wow. Wow. Ugh. What side are you on? Wait, that's something that we really have to think about, yeah. to be honest with you. You really do. We really have to think about what, where do we land on this? Are we serving? Are we, is our faith placed in the one true God? Or are we still trying to fashion for ourselves little idols mm. in this world that will bring us satisfaction, joy, peace, mm -hmm. uh, that we will cry to when things are bad? Mm -hmm. But and, 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 here's an, and here's just one little tidbit that I'll throw in there. There are some people out there, even in the church, mm -hmm. who will fill up their time with serving. Oh, 100%. And doing ministry and doing all these different oh, yeah. things and they're not living by faith oh absolutely and they are using these things as idols to say but look at everything that i'm doing that's right but you're not living by faith lord lord wolf you will you cry know, out you to me know. if you, you will cry out to me lord lord and i will say to you depart from me i will i have never known you Oof. 
figure out which side you're all on. Figure it out. The time is coming. The time is coming. And it will not delay. Absolutely not. Grace and peace, y'all. Love you guys. See you next week.